Hello, hello, hello. Happy hump day, everyone. Welcome back to Guaranteed Entertainment. I'm your host, Garen Shantz, and in today's podcast, we're going to keep it all cool up in here because it is scalding hot and super humid outside. I am sweating my butt off, but in today's podcast, we're going to break down the news of the week and of the day, and then I'm going to dive into what goes into climate change, how do we know that it's happening, and what are the factors that are affecting climate change, and how can we keep climate change from happening. And then I want to end the show on who my favorite artists are at the moment, not of all time, just at the moment. No food in this podcast this time, so I'm sorry if you're listening for food, but we're going to go right straight into the news. So in the top news stories of the week here, let's see, let's pull it up. So Attorney General William Barr is set to hold a press conference Thursday on the Mueller report. We're just a few hours away from that being completely released. Um, This is an article off of CNN, uh, CNN Politics from Laura Jarrett and Eli Watkins that says Barr plans to release a redacted version of the Mueller report Thursday morning. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller in May 2017, will be in attendance as well. President Donald Trump floated the possibility in an interview that aired Wednesday that he could hold a press conference as well. And it says Attorney General Barr is going to be given a press conference. Maybe I'll do one after that. We'll see. Uh, typical Trump, but it says Trump said in in an interview with WMAL Radio's Larry O'Connor, the Justice Department said earlier this week it expected to release the redacted version of the Mueller report on Thursday morning, although it did not specify the exact timing. So the truth is going to come out, but is it really? Probably not, because it's not Mueller that's going to be releasing it himself. It is General attorney general william barr who's going to be releasing it and he's basically going to be releasing it into his own words and as we all remember in the past few podcasts i said that william barr stated that donald trump is not guilty of tampering of any type of crime that would make him face any jail time or any possible sentencing or have to spend time in a federal jail um so that's going to be one to watch. Stay on the lookout for that one tomorrow morning. I'll keep you updated on my Twitter at Chance underscore five. And I will just go ahead and jump to this next one. And obviously there was a horrible, horrible, horrible fire that happened over at the Notre Dame in Paris. I believe it was in Paris. If I'm, it's not in Paris, please correct me. Uh, but I do believe that it's in Paris, but it burned down yesterday. There's the cause is still being investigated But it's just a horrible thing. It's been around since I think I saw 1215 was when it was first built. And then it was rebuilt around 1880 or something around that area. But I, it's so sad because Notre Dame was such an amazing feat of architecture. It was so beautiful. I haven't, I didn't ever get to see it for myself, but it was so beautiful in all the pictures they're still going to rebuild it but it still might not be the same they're still trying to investigate what went wrong there uh but in this next news story this has to do with notre dame louisiana black churches that were burned in the arson fires raised more than one million dollars after the notre dame blaze and this is an nbc news article by daniela silva basically it says the fire at the notre dame capital in paris led to an immediate 
pouring in of donations and an ambitious pledge by the French president to rebuild within five years. So trying to see where this is going to end up relating with the Louisiana churches right here. So it says, the, but the iconic cathedral's tragic blaze also spurred a flurry of donations totaling to more than $1.3 million for the rebuilding of three historically black churches burned in suspected hate crimes a continent away back in Louisiana. If you don't know what happened with those, with those fires, so police and investigators stated that... <coughs> It was a the sheriff's deputy's son that was the one that started all of these fires, and obviously he's going to be indicted. What's going to happen with his father? Don't know. I haven't looked up on that too much, but it's it was a super, super tragic thing to happen for the Louisiana community, and it's just a absolutely terrible thing. And this is when kind of... This is when death sentence type things, this isn't a death sentence thing, I don't know. Uh, you can argue with that another time with someone else. I don't want to give my opinion. I don't know how I really feel about it because I think there's both sides to every single story. But going to the next one, another National Geographic article, Pig Brains Partially Revived Hours After Death. Here's what it means for people. Well, I'm going to go ahead and click on that one. So this is an article by Michael Greshko, and it was published today. It says, in a feat sure to fire up ethical and philosophical debate, a new system has restored circulation and oxygen flow to a dead mammal brain. So scientists restored cellular function in 32 pig brains that had been dead for hours, opening up a new avenue in treating brain disease and shaking our definition of brain death to its to its core and these are basically direct quotes that i'm taking from the article this is national geographics mike greshko published today I, I saw a really weird thing it was on the today show i watch the news still yes i don't watch it on my phone i actually watch it on television gotta give it that playstation view you know what i'm saying but was watching it on the news today or a couple days ago and i somehow they were able to take a dog's DNA and create an exact copy of the dog like within a, as a puppy and raise it up to be basically the same exact dog as the one that they took the DNA out of. So this kind of changes what's going to happen with humans. They need to go see us because us is absolutely horrifying. I still have night terrors about it. And this just reminds me exactly of it. You don't want to mess with some sort of transforming of DNA and copying and cloning of DNA. And it kind of worries me. It's cool. And science is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But it is super scary that they're able to find out how to clone an animal. But when something like that happens, something's almost guaranteed to go wrong. What's going to go wrong? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I can't tell you. I'm sure there's going to be an article on that someday probably in the short and very near future with how much technology is advancing it won't surprise me if that starts to become a thing i'm pretty sure you can already choose which type of way to be artificially inseminated i can't i don't remember if it's they can pick the height the weight what they want their child to look like this is for humans what they want their child to look like all sorts of crazy stuff and it super cool and it, i really do think it's it does have benefits keeping some health 
concerns out of the pictures. I've also seen that they're able to somehow mess with the DNA and remove the cancer or any type of disease that the child may be prone to out before they're even born as they're just a little bitty egg. That blows my mind. It's crazy. I, it, it's scary at the same time. I've seen way too many movies, especially us. Still freaks me out. People may not agree that us is that scary. I still do. But back to the news because I get off on tangents quite a bit. So looks like there's another Trump article right here. Not going to read that. He's always on the news. Y'all don't need to hear more. Um, so a meteor striked or streaks across Washington, D.C. area skies. Not really that big of news, but that's kind of crazy. Um, let's see. All right. So I guess we'll jump into the entertainment type news. This is an article from NPR, Joshua Boat or Bodie or Bote. I don't know how to say it. Sorry, Joshua. Let me know. But for all you beehive people, I'm not that much of a... Beyonce person I think she is a phenomenal singer actress she's insanely talented but I'm not one of those that is keeping up with her every move but Beyonce surprised everyone dropped a live album at Coachella and a Netflix documentary which is now streaming and this is huge because the Carters are just I think they're the richest in entertainment I think they're the richest like music couple i'm not sure on that maybe i can pull something up i wish i could pull up like most rich and powerful couples i know for sure there was jeff bezos and his wife at some point but the i'm gonna find i'm gonna find her name let me see just once so Mackenzie bezos was her name and she is now a very rich woman after divorcing jeff bezos I mean, she absolutely played him now. I like not played him in a bad way, but she completely finessed him. She got her money and now she's like fourth, fifth richest woman in the world. Very smart woman. She was able to get that money and go. But I want to say that the Carters, Beyonce and Jay-Z are very, very rich. Actually, I know they're very rich, but the body of the article starts with mere days after Coachella 2019 where the specter of Beyonce's grand performance last year loomed large. Beyonce premiered Homecoming, a Beyonce film on Netflix, and it said, but the ever the generous queen Beyonce offered up a worthwhile supplement, a live album showcasing more than 90 minutes of the more than two hour performance is out now covering 40 tracks, which comprises a vast Basically a fast, I can't even read all these words, man. These are very, very educated words. And I should know this. I go to college still. I want to talk about college a little bit, actually, but I'll talk about it in a couple of minutes after I get done reading you guys the news of the week. Um, obviously, the Notre Dame or Notre Dame tragedy happened this week, but they're going to rebuild it sports wise. The Texas Rangers are absolutely killing it. They're able to just destroy the the Anaheim Angels yesterday. I know they some people call them the LA Angels, but really they're in Anaheim. Anaheim Angels, uh, eleven to seven, I believe, or twelve to seven was the final. So that's pretty awesome. I thought the Rangers were going to be absolute garbage, but they're just punching me in the face, and I'm completely fine with that. I'll take that black eye. Thank you very much. More entertainment. Mo- <laughs> oh my goodness. 
more entertainment news. I can't even talk, and I'm hosting a dang podcast. Oh, my goodness. Okay, more entertainment news. News. See, there I go again. Honorees Taylor Swift and Khalid will perform at this year's Time 100 Gala. I love Khalid. I'll get into it a little bit more later on in the podcast. And it looks like text reveals Chicago prosecutor thought Jesse Smollett charges were too severe. That's another article from Billboard. But that's basically your news stories of the week. But I did want to talk to you guys a little bit about climate change and what's happening with the atmosphere. Let me see. Let me get it pulled back up right here. Give me one second. Got to shrink this bad boy. Okay, and this is, I, I got this from, directly from the NASA government website. If you don't trust NASA, I don't know. You probably think the Earth is flat, and if you think the Earth is flat, mm, let's just keep going. I won't say anything. It says, the Earth's climate has changed throughout history, and within the last 650,000 years, There have been seven cycles of glacial advance and retreat, with the abrupt end of the last ice age about 7,000 years ago, marking the beginning of the modern climate era. And it is just... What is going on? My computer is freaking out right now. Give me one sec, guys. Hang on. Good grief. Okay. So, 7,000 years ago, marking the beginning of the modern climate era and of human civilization. Obviously, us humans have completely destroyed the environment. I talked about it last week. Don't mow your, don't mow your lawn when it is a bad ozone day because a bad ozone day means that those, those emissions that are being released from your lawnmower that aren't tested, don't have to pass any sort of certification, are just releasing an insane amount of carbon into the air and the oceans which is basically the largest kind of think of it as a container for carbon and it kind of keeps the atmosphere a little bit cleaner and helps us breathe and you you know the crap that we're putting up into the air from factories from cars the ocean basically takes it in and that's why the ocean is starting to die that's why the great barrier great barrier reef has died or is almost completely dead And it is why the oceans are so extremely warm now and why Antarctica is melting and why Alaska is beginning to melt because the carbon is heating up the ocean and it is becoming a very excessive amount of carbon entering into the ocean's water, therefore heating it up, melting the ice, and causing climate change. And that's been happening for many, many years now. And Basically, climate change or not climate change, when you refer to climate and weather, let's make this very clear. Weather is what's happening right now. Like right now, it's about to hail. That's the weather. And the climate of Texas is pretty hot. The climate is something that's happened through a 30-year period. It's about the average of a 30-year period. So basically, I'm going to dive right into this article here. It says the current warming trend is of particular significance Because it is extremely likely, and it says greater than 95%, to be the result of human activity since the mid-20th century and proceeding at a rate that is unprecedented over decades to millennia. It says Earth-orbiting satellites and other technological advances have enabled scientists to see the big picture, collecting many different types of information about our planet and its climate on a global scale. 
This body of data collected blah, 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 blah. The heat-trapping nature of carbon dioxide and other gases was demonstrated in the mid-19th century. Um, it says ice cores, which are is something that is very commonly used to identify what the past climate was, also known as paleoclimate. Thank you to my geography professor, Professor Barrett. If you're listening, shout out to you. You've really taught me some stuff. Um, but... Ice cores drawn from Greenland, Antarctica, and tropical mountain glaciers show that the Earth's climate response to changes in greenhouse gas levels evidence can be found in tree rings, ocean sediments, coral reefs, sedimentary rocks, and more and more and more. Um, It looks like global temperature rise has been... The planet's average surface temp has been rising about 1.62 degrees Fahrenheit since the late 19th century. Most of this warming, it occurred in the past 35 years, with the five warmest years on record taking place since 2010. Not only It says 2016 not only was the warmest year on record, but eight of the 12 months that make up that year from January through September, with the exception of June, were the warmest on record for those respective months. When it was winter, it was hot. The winter, I remember it like yesterday. Winter in 2016 was 60-something degrees, maybe 70, maybe even 80. It wasn't right. It's not right for Texas. I know Texas has crazy weather, but that's how you, how you kind of can tell, hey, there's some climate change going on right here. Maybe I need to look into it, but that's why I'm doing this podcast for those of you who don't believe that climate change is happening because I want to inform you. And again, this is straight from the NASA website, climate.nasa.gov evidence. Go click it into your search browser. Go see it for yourself. I'm just kind of reading you some of the facts. Give credit to NASA because they are awesome. They always give some super, super neat stuff on here. Um, Warming oceans. Oceans have absorbed much of the increased heat with about the top 2,000 feet of the ocean showing warming of more than 0.4 degrees Fahrenheit since 1969. That is ridiculous. And the Greenland and the Antarctic ice sheets have decreased in mass. Um, it says Greenland lost an average. And it says that data from NASA's gravity recovery and climate experiment show Greenland lost an average of 286 billion tons of ice per year between 1993 and 2016. But while Antarctica lost about 127 billion tons of ice per year during the same time period, it, it, it's the rate of Antarctica ice mass has now tripled since the last decade. Tripled, guys. Tripled. Glacial retreat, which basically means glaciers are beginning to melt. Glaciers are retreating almost everywhere around the world, including the Alps, Himalayas, Andes, Rockies, Alaska, Africa. Um, snow cover is decreasing, therefore leading to a higher al- or a lower albedo. By lower albedo, I mean it is how much sun or how much of the sun's energy is reflected back into the atmosphere. So, for example, if you're wearing a white shirt on a really hot day, you're not near as hot as a person wearing a dark gray or a black sh- or a solid black shirt because your shirt has a high albedo. Light-colored things have very high albedos along with... So think plants. Think why some people you see green roofs, why you see some white roofs now, and why people are now trying to get rid of their dark-topped roofs because in the summer, 
it is so much more hot. I think it's like 10 degrees. You can you can make your house like 15 degrees more cool by doing either a green like a green roof or a lightly colored shingle type roof for your house. It would significantly cool it down and it would also be able to maintain the heat that you have during the winter inside your house. So that's something to always think about. Don't so when you're on a also another example is when you're on asphalt, you're going to be very hot because it has a low albedo. It's absorbing a lot of the sun's energy. It's not shooting it back. And when you're sta- standing on a concrete sidewalk, you're way more cool because the sun's energy is just being reflected right back into the atmosphere. So by decreasing the snow cover, that means that snow is beginning to melt. Dirt is starting to get intertwined with the snow. Snow's starting to get dark and kind of nasty. And that leads to a darker colored snow leading to a lower albedo, which also leads to glaciers melting, snow melting rapidly more and more and more. And that leads to streams through glaciers. Eventually, those streams are going to erode and get deeper and deeper and deeper into the glaciers and eventually just fall off into the ocean. And then the sea levels are going to continue to rise So, and that's my next point right here is the global sea level has rose about eight inches in the last century. The rate in the last two decades is nearly double that of the last century and is accelerating slightly more every single year. And there's a declining of Arctic sea ice, the extreme events. So number of record high temperature events in the United States have been increasing while the number of record low temperature events has been decreasing since 1950. Ocean acidification, which since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, the acidity of surface ocean waters has increased by about 30%. And they have all their references and stuff at the bottom of the page. Go check that out. So let's look at the effects or scientific. Which one? Questions. Let's do causes. All right, so what are some causes of climate change? So there's basically a blanket around the Earth. This is still according to NASA's website. It says sunlight sunlight passes through the atmosphere and warms the Earth's surface as heat is radiated back towards space. Most of the outgoing heat is absorbed by greenhouse gas molecules and re-emitted into all directions, warming the surface of the Earth and the lower atmosphere. Um, Most climate scientists agree that the main cause of the current global warming trend is human expansion of the greenhouse effect, warming that results when the atmosphere traps heat radiating from Earth towards space. So there's good ozone, bad ozone. Just like I was saying in the news, you always want to watch out for the good and bad ozone days. And when it's a bad ozone day, that part of the reason why you don't want to be mowing your lawn is because there's already an excessive amount of carbon that's in the air And adding to that carbon is just going to make the atmosphere even worse. And then that eventually is going to travel to Antarctica and to Alaska to either side of the poles. And it's going to warm the surface. It is going to begin to melt. So those are kind of some causes. And some of them are like nitrous oxide, methane, carbon dioxide. So think. So the most abundant greenhouse gas is water vapor. And which is basically making clouds. Carbon dioxide is a minor but important component of the atmosphere. It is released through natural processes such as respiration and volcano eruptions and through human activities such as deforestations, land use changes, and burning fossil fuels. 
And methane is a hydrocarbon gas produced through natural sources and human activities. Nitrous oxide is a powerful greenhouse gas produced by soil cultivation practices. So basically fertilizers, fossil fuel combustion, nitric acid pr production, and the burning of biomasses. And then chlorofluorocarbons, also known as CFCs, are synthetic compounds entirely of industrial origin used in a number of applications, but now regulated in production and released to the atmosphere by international agreement for their ability to contribute to destruction of the ozone layer. So also think there's also the sand that comes off of the Sahara Desert or especially around ocean mist areas. So when you're near the coast, it's going to be cooler because that ocean mist is going to be in the air. It's going to kind of help reduce the amount of energy that's coming from the sun it's going to make you cooler when you're living around the coast if you live in california it's kind of scary because i still don't know whether or not it's going to go underwater especially with climate change occurring it wouldn't surprise me if it happens so if you're living in cali and li listening to this you might as well move on over here to dallas it's pretty awesome um and also let's see so Earth will become warmer on average. Some regions may welcome warmer temperatures. Others may not. I also saw an article. I can't remember what it's from the top of my head, but I think it was Duluth, Minnesota was the most climate change resistant area in all of the United States or all of the world. But it is, I think I read that it's been consistently the same and there's not been any rapid change of temperature. They've been measuring it. Go look that up, the Duluth, Minnesota climate change. If you type that into Google, I don't know what you're saying. Google knows everything. Kind of weird, but it does. Uh, so going on to effects of climate change, how the climate is changing. It has already had observable effects on the environment. Glaciers are shrinking. Ice on the rivers and lakes is breaking up earlier. Plant and animal ranges have shifted and trees are flowering sooner. And effects that scientists had predicted in the past would result from global climate change are now occurring loss of sea ice accelerated sea level rise and longer more intense heat waves we really experience that here in texas and in the south but also new york is starting to get it so up in the northeast area you're starting to experience these heat waves in the summer that are absolutely ridiculous what's going to happen over there in uh, tropical regions is it going to get cold is it going to get even more hot I don't know, it's probably I probably need to do a little bit more geography homework, so I need to go back to Professor Barrett's class, learn a little bit more. But he is a super cool teacher and he taught me a lot of this stuff. But uh, I'm I'm I went back home and educated myself on climate change because it's something you really need to know about, and there's ways to prevent climate change from happening. So let's go to scientific consensus. Here's some vital signs actually of climate change. So Carbon dioxide, it, the latest measurement of March 2019, 410 ppm. Actually, I don't understand those, so let's not read that. I'm not a scientist. So the scientific consensus excuse me, is Earth's climate. Earth's climate is warming, obviously, as we can all see. Multiple studies published in peer-reviewed scientific journals show that 97% or more of actively publishing climate scientists agree climate warming trends over the past century are extremely likely due to human activities it says most of the leading scientific organizations worldwide have issued public statements endorsing this position 
Um, and then it goes and it names off all of the ones that support it. So like American Association of Advancement of Science, American Chemical Society, American Geophysical Union, American Medical Association, American Meteorology, Meteorological, Meteorological, man, Meteorological Society, American Physical Society, the Geological Society of America, you kind of get my point before I butcher every single one of these words because I am terrible at pronouncing things at the moment. I don't know why, but climate change most definitely is happening. Go look it up. There, It is very hard to argue against climate change and how climate change couldn't be happening because there's ice ages. There was the... I'm, I'm, there's just so much evidence. I know I just named off one, which was the ice age, but the rapid heating of the earth... Antarctica melting. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you could consider together. And and back even in Pangea, which if you don't know what Pangea is, you must have missed your elementary school's science class. But for those of you who don't know, Pangea basically was when all of the continents were together at some point in some time. There was some ice ages at that time, but that's also why you're able to find skeletons of the same exact type of creature. So... There was, I can't think of the exact type thing, but it was like a reptile or a dinosaur type thing that could only live in freshwater, but a skeleton was found in South America and a skeleton was also found in that exact same one in Africa. They couldn't obviously go across the ocean because that's salt water, so that kind of adds to how Pangea once existed with skeletons kind of being similar. I think they've also seen like pieces of skeletons on either side on either continent. Also, mountains are a big thing, and the kind of cut and shape of continents kind of shows that Pangea was real. But that kind of helps back the whole climate change thing because it was all together, it was a lot of the continents that are, are now. Australia used to be really cold, I'm pretty sure, like iced over. Antarctica was obviously ice. A lot of North America was ice. Obviously now North America is not all ice until you get up in north in northern Canada near the North Pole and around Alaska is when it gets super, super cold. But climate change most definitely is happening. I really recommend that you go and look it up and get yourself an electric lawnmower. Get yourself anything electric or any type of hydro fuel or a solar powered car that's why i think the teslas are awesome i actually want to know whether or not tesla is trying to make a solar power car let me look that up actually i think it would surprise me if elon musk wasn't trying to make a solar powered car uh tesla solar panels so they have solar panels obviously but uh solar roof tesla 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 well, so far, I don't see any news on any of the cars, and if Google doesn't pop it up, more than likely it hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure Elon Musk is working on that, but I think the day that they're able to figure out solar power and solar energy and using energy from a river, say, and then putting a fan or something and using that that pressure and power from a river and convert that into energy that us as humans can use instead of burning fossil fuels into the air which eventually we're going to run out so we got to figure something out and right now electrical stuff is still kind of relying on fossil fuels so they have to figure out how to get it onto not only 
just renewable energy. Also, they need to be able to do solar panel, which the I'm going to just name off the renewable energies. It's They need to figure out how to make it renewable energy. But by renewable energy, I mean being able to figure out how to make it into solar power, out of solar power, uh, water power, hydropower, or something else of that nature. Wind power is also becoming a big thing. Um, also in Oklahoma, in the Midwest area, that's where the wind and you see those huge wind turbines really a huge, huge deal. A lot of the of the retired community, retired farmers, use windmills on their farms. It gives them a little bit of money. I think it gives them like a tax write off or deduction, something similar to that. But one day we need to figure out, and and very soon we need to figure out how to make the entire place green. And by green, I mean environmentally friendly. We need to save the environment because it it may not affect you right now. But think about your future kids and future grandkids and great grandkids, how it's going to affect them. They might not be able to live on this earth. They really might have to live in an interstellar type situation that I explained last week where blight, which was a plant and dust that was being thrown into the air, causing children to cough and cough and almost die. That could happen if we're not careful. So we need to go green as soon as possible. Everyone needs to do solar power. I want to do solar power. I think you need to, they'll figure out eventually how to use river and water power to a good way. Get yourself a green roof because it'll significantly reduce the temperature of your house. And I really think that that's a good idea to do, to use, excuse me, even if you get an electric mower or an electric vehicle it's going to use a little fossil fuels but it's not going to use near as much and it's not going to release those emissions into the atmosphere save the planet save the kids save your future kids it's the future of the earth is basically in our hands and it's whether are we going to choose to act on it or not i'm going to choose to act on it and i probably should be better but i think that's something that everyone could say about themselves but I, that was kind of my rant on uh, climate change right there. But I did explain how I had my top five artists. Now, let me clarify this right now. I'm mainly, when I listen to music, I'm mainly listening to R&B and rap. So I'm sorry if you're a pop singer. Um, I'm, I may do more than five, but I don't know. We'll see. You may agree, may disagree. And I don't have Beyonce in my top five. Please don't hate me. I love you guys. I love you. Please don't hate me. So at no specific order, really, this one, this guy took a little bit to grow on me. I didn't like him at first because he sounds so different, but I love him. The most unique, like I love his music, love the way he writes his music. He sings about real things is Khalid or Khalid, or I think I'm pretty sure it's Khalid. He came out with Location, and it was the me your location, and it was that song. If you haven't heard that song, then you haven't lived. That one took a little bit to grow on me, but once I kind of caught the groove, I caught onto the beat, listened to his words and music. I loved it, man, and it was so great. He, his voice is just so soothing and relaxing, especially when you're just trying to, when you're in some stressful situations. When you're in the fields, if you know what I mean, you can listen to Khalid. He's got great music, especially this latest album he released is amazing. Sun City, I believe is what it's called. Wow, it is awesome. He has a song with John Mayer. I actually have it all on my playlist. The song with John Mayer is so, so good. And I've never heard an artist's intro sound 
that great outside. I mean, it's literally called Intro, and it's so good. I want to play it on here, but I don't have the rights to play his music. But I recommend you go to his album, play Intro. Uh, Some of my faves are Out of My Head. That's the one with John Mayer. It's really good. Free Spirit's good. Alive I liked a lot. Talk is obviously a big one. But you kind of see where I'm going with that. But uh, next on my list, excuse me. Next on my list is going to be Kendrick Lamar. And Kendrick Lamar might be one of the best rappers of all time. Because he is so lyrical. He can actually rap. He raps about the real things. And it's he's able to, the way he's able to deliver his verses, he can do freestyle, he can do it without a beat, with a beat. The way he creates beats is just amazing. He kind of started off, I think, he signed with Dr. Dre's label. Uh, what was it called? Man, I can't remember. But I think he started out with Dr. Dre. They're all from Compton, as you can remember. Uh, just Kendrick Lamar is an amazing, amazing artist and he was he produced the black panther album which was so good which had khalid had sway lee i really like sway lee he is one of my top favorites but i don't have him on the list at the moment but he definitely is my top one of my top favorites you can't really specifically pick one person but next on my list is posty post malone is amazing i love his music when he started off with White Iverson, it was so, so good. And he started it on SoundCloud as a joke. He got his name. This guy is so pure and so genuine. He got his name from a random rap generator on the internet. Post Malone, his name's Austin Post, I think is what it is. He's so, so good. I love every single one of his songs that he's in. Any artist that has Post Malone feature with it, it automatically is a hit. I mean, just... All the almost all the current hits are Post Malone songs, Sunflower, him and Sway Lee. And then there was obviously Congratulations with him and Quavo, White Iverson, Go Flex, Deja Vu with Justin Bieber. I mean, those are just some those are me rambling off ones at the top of my head. And he's still yet to release another album. He released Beer Bongs and Bentleys, which was so good. I'm a huge fan of Post Malone. He's from here in Grapevine, which I love, which is kind of puts him a little bit higher on my list. I love Post. He's a really genuine guy. He's super funny. If you watch any of his interviews with Jimmy Fallon, it's hilarious, especially when they go to Olive Garden together. I recommend you go look that up on YouTube. But it is super funny. He's super cool. I love his music. He's also got one of the most relaxing and peaceful sounds out of everybody. He can rap. He can sing. And he can sing without any type of vocal additions to kind of change the voice that some other artists need. Next on my list, it's a rapper slash R&B singer. He's different. He's new. I really like Juice World. And Juice World is unique because he obviously Lucid Dreams was his big song that he came out with. And Lucid Dreams was kind of weird when I first listened to it, and it's still not my favorite. I don't, I can't really pick a favorite of his because I like all of his music. I don't know if I love any of it, but I like it. And I, he's very consistent, but he's so creative with his music. And that's what's really cool. I loved how creative he was, and his beats are spectacular. And I love when he features in with Lil Yachty, who is also one of my favorite rappers. And Lil Yachty is kind of the one that introduced me to Juice World when they were on Yacht Club. That song went so hard. 
that's a one you can bang your head to turn all the way up in your car especially with my one little bitty subwoofer that's all i could afford because i'm not getting paid i'm doing this just for fun and because i love you guys but it is a super cool song yacht club but juice world is a really good good guy has a great talent and supposedly he works super hard when he's in the booth all those every single rapper that works with him just says how well he is able to focus on his craft um but next on the list this is a lot of people's favorites and it's so basic but drake man i don't i don't know who doesn't like drake i used to not like drake just because there was so much drake that he would make a hit every single album he makes is almost a hit now he comes out with way too many songs and not every song is a hit but think about the latest one scorpion had several hits let's see so if i pull it up right her oh i thought i had it well let's type it back in hopefully you choose to work this time around internet okay so scorpion there we go so obviously non-stop that's a big one god's plan that was his single he released that was amazing mob ties was really good but he split it up with the rap section and an r&b section which was super unique nice for what was a huge hit as well blue tint wasn't bad don't matter to me is the one with him and michael jackson him and michael jackson and in my feelings was a absolute hit it exploded all over the internet that was the summer song of 2018 i still like it it's catchy i love drake and especially at when he came out with take care and he came out with marvin's room and headlines and the so far gone album which has basically his one of his first biggest hits which was best i ever had he's a really good guy he's a he's pretty talented as an actor i say pretty talented because he's not good in degrassi he gets shot but spoiler alert i know but another guy i have on my list is amazing he wrote he writes all his songs he's got no label and you don't got no problem got no problem with him it's chance the rapper i love chance the rapper because he's so cool uh he's does so many great things for the chicago community he interacts with fans he is the right type of person to to be a role a role model if you know what i mean he recently married his wife and that was a super sweet deal he used to rap his first his debut album was 10 day which was what he released whenever he got suspended from school for 10 days and that was when he released some of his i mean there wasn't any really big hits on that one then he went along and released acid rap and acid rap not only is the song acid rap good but there's cocoa butter kisses which is so good there's juice which i used to absolutely love but i played the mess out of it so i couldn't listen to it anymore but even when it comes back on i love it chance the rapper's latest one coloring book no problem was a huge hit there was let's see let's get it back on here for you because i want to spit facts for you guys all right so let's click chance the rapper so juke jam all night and same drugs all we got with kanye west smoke break future best life was one he featured in with cardi b which was really good but there's mixtape angels summer friends blessings 
I mean, I don't know how you don't love this guy. He's so good. He's coming out with this album on July 4th, I think, is when he said. He's so talented. I love Chance the Rapper. No label. He writes his music himself. He sounds so good by himself, which also means he doesn't have to use any type of sound editing to make his voice sound better. But if we want to talk about the best singer of, I think, of all time, vocal singer of all time, Ariana Grande. I love Ariana. She, I'm an Ari, Arianator. Is that what they call him? Arianator? I don't know. But to think that they had her play Cat on Victorious, which was basically a side part to Victoria Justice and the rest of the gang, and none of them are almost anything except for like Elizabeth Gillies, and obviously Ariana Grande is the biggest one and the only one who could actually sing. I guess Leon Thomas wasn't too bad himself, though, but Ariana Grande is amazing. She started out doing covers on YouTube, eventually got the gig on Victorious, and they made her do this weird, annoying laugh like a, (laughs) I don't even know how to do it. But they gave her a really kind of annoying voice and like made her an annoying character, but was such a great singer in the show. I always wondered, why didn't they let her sing more? And then who's the one that's the most successful out of it? Ariana Grande. And they had her playing a side character on the show, not even a main character of a show that had to deal with singers. Ariana Grande can hit every single note on the spectrum. If you go watch another Jimmy Fallon, I'm a big Jimmy Fallon fan, go watch Jimmy Fallon Wheel of Musical Impersonations. She can hit every single artist perfectly. She is amazing. She is so, so good. Extremely talented. Every single album she releases, I love. Her voice is so angelic and peaceful. I Ariana Grande is spectacular, maybe the best vocalist of all time. I know obviously there's going to be Whitney Houston that is absolutely was absolutely amazing as well. Maybe put Ariana in those top in that top 5. I'll maybe don't, don't say she's the number 1, but she's pretty amazing. She did something that the that hadn't been done since the Beatles where she, her where the number 1, 2 and 3 songs on the Billboard Top 100 was all from the same artist and it was seven rings thank you next and break up with your boyfriend on board all three of those songs are so good they kind of go hard i like it you can almost work out to some of her music and then some of the music you can almost cry to because she raps about real things and the poor girl has been through so much she's been through not only the tragic and terrible death of mac miller but also she's been with pete davidson who he has also been very vocal about his struggle with depression and suicidal thoughts and being able to get over it so she had that along with the mac miller thing which mac miller's was more he was addicted to drugs um which he was also very open about but ariana has just been through so much i don't know how you don't love her but that's my top artist right there i don't know how you don't love these guys if you don't know who they are, please go listen to them. I'll recap it for you. Khalid R is uh, so. Let's go R and B. So R and B singers slash pop. Khalid, Post Malone, Drake, and depending on what you listen to, and Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is my number one on that list. And for rappers, Kendrick Lamar, Juice World, Chance the Rapper, Drake. I mean, and there's obviously many more. Travis Scott. There's Tay-K, who's in jail, just in North Texas, over in Fort Worth, who keeps doing more and more things. But uh, there's a lot of big rappers that are up and coming, and it, it's hopefully it doesn't become too saturated and too much of the mumble rap, because I'm not big into really big into that. 
but really, really, really love these guys here. But I did say that I was going to talk a little bit about college as well. So my college experience, man, it's it's been pretty interesting because college had it's either there's times where you just want to break down and you just want to give up and you want to drop out because you can't figure out your major. You don't know whether or not you're going to get a job and what you love to. But believe in yourself, because if you believe in yourself, you can set your mind to do whatever you think you can do, because if, if you let others tell you what you can and can't do, you're never going to succeed in what you truly want to do in life. Me, I want to do a, do broadcasting. I want to be a podcaster, which I'm so thankful that I'm able to podcast to you guys, to my listeners who I love so much and I love you so much for listening. Um, but just love yourself, trust yourself because you can do anything you set your mind to. Do not let college get you down because as soon as you get out of college, I promise you, you can do anything. You have to work for it. It's not going to come to you. You have to work hard. You have to keep grinding. Always stay positive. Be positive to others because some may be struggling to keep that positivity in their lives. Just love everyone. Love yourself. I love you guys. You love everyone else. Thank you so much for listening to Guaranteed Entertainment. But one more thing, quick shout out to Spotify and Stitcher. We are now on these two streaming platforms. Thank you so much, guys. Love Spotify, love Stitcher. Be sure to spread the word to your friends. Guaranteed Entertainment is the best dang podcast here in Texas, maybe in the United States. Okay, maybe I won't go that far. I'm not that cocky. But be safe. The weather is getting bad here in North Texas if you're listening in the area. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. But one more thing. We have a special guest coming, my brother from Houston, who is entering the NFL draft and is a UFC guru. What are we going to talk about? Guess you'll have to stay tuned for next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Guaranteed Entertainment. I'm your host, Garen Schantz. I love you guys. Have a good week.